in the cabbage. Right, let's get it. Test, test, test. Yeah, we're live. Welcome to In the Cabbage. <laughs> this is crazy. This is pretty bananas right now <laughs> that we're actually doing this. I'm Tommy Sweat. Andrew Witt. Please subscribe. Please listen. Please download. Like. Just a reminder. Keep swinging. Welcome to In the Cabbage. I'm your boy, Tommy Swam. To my right or your left, Andrew Witt. What up, what up? Episode number four zero. My high school basketball number. Some say the greatest number of all time. Some say. You say. <laughs> it's definitely not. I you would know, walk you, up. You, you cut that in half, though, and you get 20. That's a that's a pretty dynamic number there, too. That is a good one. <laughs> that is a good one. I With high school, you don't really get to pick your jersey number. We got walked up, and it'd be like... What size are you? I'm like XL. And they're like, okay, well, we got a double X for you. And we got 40 or like 34. Dude, we had the actually this is a this is a great topping point because high school jerseys are tough, man. And we I don't know so what bad. We got shafted with our jerseys. So bad. And I don't understand why they're so bad. They're not like the most expensive things ever. A few hundred bucks? Yeah, like each for, year. Can you just get some new jerseys this year? Yeah, like we got hand-me-down jerseys. Yeah, you like the varsity team would like wear theirs for like a couple years, and then that that jersey would make it onto the JV team for a couple years. Right. It was like a two-year cycle, and you just kind of funneled your way down. Yeah, our high school programs weren't the best besides wrestling, and the football program's still balling out right now. Yeah, shout out Hawks, baby. They're balling. Um our coach Ingles left, and the other, some new guy took over. I forgot his name though. You liked him, and he used the defensive coordinator. Mr. Brown. No, was there two Mr. Browns? Mm, just one. And then he was a big lineman guy. Yeah. No, he didn't take over. Mm. I think it was the offensive coordinator, or the defensive coordinator. I, yeah, I can see their faces. Right, can't remember his name. Yeah, it's really. And they also used to be your teachers too, which was like. Weird for high school sports, yeah, but it's kind of cool though, right? Because then they give you <laughs> they give you a break sometimes if you were balling. Um, I mean, if you were a pain in their ass on the field, oh, you were and in then trouble. off the field, you're being a you're being a pain in the ass. Trouble. You're in you're in the cage, bro. You're I, in the doghouse. Um, thank God, my senior year, I didn't have any coaches on my team from football because they were not happy with me. They were pissed. I mean, you were like, you know, going to be the guard. You're going to be the guard for junior senior year. I mean, yeah, walked on. Or sorry, just just senior because you yeah, played junior. Just junior year. Walked on, you know. I remember because I didn't like football as a kid. I don't know if we've ever talked about this, but let's get, you know, let's get a little cozy with some in the cabbage stuff. Yeah, sure, buddy. Um, We kind of touched on it last time a little bit with the Cowboys. Right. And, you're, and your dad just kind of just chucked you on in there and said, just deal with the pain. Right. Live, live with the pain. <laughs> that was that's classic. But yeah, so freshman year, walked into football, was not gonna play. But every year we'd walk by the them stretching, the football team stretching in the before the basketball gym. Yeah, my freshman year. And every time I walk up, like coaches would say something or chirp me. Some point you gotta play football, some point you gotta come over here. I go play a real sport. I mean, your body's built for it. I mean, the man's got the strong lower half. I mean, it was, it's criminal that I don't like football. And you can move some weight around in the gym. Last night, baby, you're putting up some big numbers. <laughs> I don't, is, is it big numbers? Yeah. For you not lifting for X amount of years? I mean, yeah. Okay. Hardly four, ever? Four? Four years? Last four years lifting consistently? Yeah, but like not like that kind of lifting though. When you were doing no. stuff before your wedding, it was more so a lot of like some calisthenics and a lot of um, what's it kettlebell work. A lot of kettlebell work, you know. So like it's not like you're moving heavy weight and squats and like doing a bunch of power lifting and benching. You know, I gotta give a little shout out. You re repped out two oh five on the incline bench four times, and we've really been only working out. I would say like hard now, like for, um, you know, three, four weeks. Yeah. Cause hard. the first month was kind of like, you know, easing hey, our way this, back into it. Do this. And easing only, my way back into it. 
Well, sure. I mean, and also, it's not like we're we're going three times a week. You're no. going in there once. We got to step it up. I think we got to do one more night. I'm down. It sounds great, buddy. I think we got to maybe do Thursday night. Yeah, I'm down for Thursdays. Do you work out Thursdays? Yeah, I'll do Thursdays. Because then we can just do football. Or a little... Yeah, that's another good one, too. Just one day, it's in Thursday's night. I uh, love that, buddy. I'll have to um, figure that out, though. Okay. Well, I'm just saying, you're moving some big, pretty big, impressive weight. Papa's? I, mean, I, mean, I mean, you got me beat on, I mean, the, on the incline bench. That was nice. It, it, you know, it was nice to get back out there and start throwing around the way. I didn't wasn't wiped from work and uh, extracurricular activities and... Um, <laughs> Sure. I mean, and, you're coming in for a little little month or sorry, a little weekend away. Yeah, um, I just Palm Springs, just kind of relaxing and soaking in some sunshine, staying a little active. Oh yeah, Palm Springs, man. I went to Palm Springs this weekend. It was just uh, off or like peak season. Palm Springs, it's pretty elite, huh? Uh, it's like 81 degrees the high, and that's like two or three o'clock, and it's a slight breeze. And it's just gorgeous out there. I mean, there's no problem whatsoever if it's 80 degrees. And it's not like it's crazy busy either, even in peak season. Because, like, it's not, it's a retirement city. All those cities right there are all retirement. Mm -hmm. It's not meant, like, for families, really, or younger people. So, but it's becoming very, very, it, it always, like, goes through waves of popularity. I feel like it was extremely popular back in, like, old Hollywood, bleeding a bit into my parents generation yeah and when they had kids like right before they had kids it died completely I or feel like maybe maybe just because we're getting older and closer to hopeful retirement here oh <laughs> maybe that's why it's coming back into the swing of things no i mean what you were telling me because we got to hang out a little bit last night it's just like you know when you go in those peak seasons where it's 80 75 85 even you know it's beautiful because it's also like kind of slow but it's also like, you know, got some cool restaurants, got some good activities to do. You can go and gamble. There's sports books. There's downtown. There's plenty of restaurants that's dishing out some good food. It's got a lot of things really it's working. A really for it. great getaway. Yeah, like just a really perfect weekend getaway. Close as well. Hour thirty ish. Tell you what, if you give me an option to go to San Diego or Palm Springs or Santa Barbara. I'm taking Santa Barbara every time. Santa Barbara is is pretty great, but if but you it's wanna, like two and a half, three. Yeah, but if you want to go, totally, it is a little bit further for us here over uh, in the LH Tustin Newport area. area. It's uh, and it's it the traffic there is crazy. You go through LA, getting back isn't fun. Palm Springs, we left Friday, eight thirty, no traffic. Yeah, that's nice. Drove, you know, right through everything. Got to wait for great. that 91 to die down. Half well, that to. 91 is just a monster. Yeah, it that'll, really is. That'll ruin a day. Yeah, it really will. If you try to go, do you remember we had to go to that, like, conference back for work? Like, And we had to oh, leave yeah. at, like, 3 o'clock. Like, bro, o'clock. we got we to gotta go, like, now. And you're like, I physically cannot go now. I'm like, well. We need to go or else we're not going to make it. Like, we're just going to be so late at that point. Like, what's the point? And, and it took us, didn't it take us like two hours to get to over half, to Riverside? Easy. Downtown Riverside. Yeah, that was such crazy. a strange, weird event for us. Just uh, such an adult it was stage. A, it, was a, it was a weird setting. I remember feeling very out of place. Right, because we weren't actually in that... And, like, we weren't doing sales. So, like, what was the point of us being there, you sure. know, besides seeing it and experiencing it, which was great. Glad, you know, you could experience things like that, but we have no business being there. It's basically the conference we went to was just a giant dick-sucking competition. I mean, it was, like, just who can who sold this? We got this. Look at us. Pat each other on the back, and we're out of there. Free dinner. Great event, but sales... And corporate America loves to pat their own back. They love to butter themselves up. Oh, they love a good butter session, don't they? Yeah, they do. Based on like turkeys. God, it was tough to watch and sit there. Yeah. Based on like turkeys. People are like fake, (laughs) doing fake fights. 
Remember that? It was like a weird shit Yeah, it was, like, it was like a weird like ego trip that they were trying to like pull on one another as well. And we're was, like standing there in the middle of the conversation like, I don't know what the hell is going on right now. It's like, this, a, are, we, are, we, are we laughing at it? Are we doing that like then, comical little like <laughs> <laughs> kind of laugh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at him. Try to <laughs> break the ice, you know? Or was I totally... I get the feeling of that. I don't really enjoy it, but I can follow into it a bit easier. Um, just because I know it's like so fake. I don't know. Yeah. I can like kind of just try to get there and do what I want with the information. I feel like our generation. Give me people, the EBGBs though. It does for me. Oh yeah. You did not enjoy it. Leave <laughs> it. You're like, I cannot do that. And I'm like, I get it. But like people don't really do that though. There's a lot of like really successful salespeople who probably weren't there. Yeah. True. And don't True. really act that way. Um, just this, that event was just crazy. And back in the day, from what I heard, it had a little bit more prestige and it meant something a bit more, had a bit more class to now it. Now there are all these dumb rules about drinks and restrictions on, you know, what can be served there and blah, right. blah, blah. And there's so much liability. You know, it just takes all the fun out of it kind of thing. Yeah, it does. Um, but, you know, then we went down and parted in downtown Riverside afterwards. That was legit. That was fun. I'm glad we did that. Because we got out of there, we're like, oh, we really... We drove all this way, but we're kind of tired because you're wearing a suit as well. Yeah, we went and got a cocktail at like an underground rave bar across the street. Unreal. And we're walking in there with a full suit and people are kind of raving out a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> people are rolling. It's so early in the night still. <laughs> it was like eight, nine o'clock when we got out of there. Yeah. So we probably got a drink at 10. Yeah. Wait, that back. was a crazy little night because then we didn't we get like birthday shots or something like that from other people or we like yeah couple <laughs> did some shots and we're just dressed uh, you know dressed up to the nine and then we just yeah they were like some uh and we split we got out of there yeah <laughs> came up got some free drinks and dipped out of there and because <laughs> the next bar we wanted to go to there was a cover and then at that point we're like all right what are we really doing out here you right. know right we're just sitting here drinking and hanging out um Play golf, though, out there. Um, when you look for, like, a golf course that you want to play, yeah. what type of qualities do you look for, like, when you're doing research? Like, what intrigues you to a golf course? Um, is price out of the equation here? No, it's in the equation. Okay. I would say you're not, like, obviously a $500 golf course would be something you would want to play. Right, of course. Are I you guys say, like, 200 for us has got to be a life-changing course. Low hundreds is like probably a good course. Yeah, I look I look for bang for my buck for the most part. One, that's like kind of top of the list, especially if you're going with some buddies. Um, you know, I mean, money's we've talked about it a zillion times, but you know, money's a little tight at times. Oh yeah, and so you got to be a little bit cognizant of that. So if it's a special occasion, then you know, stretch the wall a little bit more. So bang for my buck is probably one. Would that be for on you? On the list. And then so the positives would be, you know, some of the country club and yeah, it's like the clubhouse setting. One. Right. Two, does it look like it has some some culture there? And what is it? So based off of the clubhouse. And then three, it's like the scenery, right? It's like the the, the type of course. Do they have scenic holes? Does it have a ton of trees? Does it have mountain views? Is there a lot of water? Is there no water? And it's kind of more desert themed. Kind of right. go for more of the the theme of uh, of the course as well. And those are the three. So if it's if, if you're ticking all three of those boxes and it's super cool and it's under 150, that's super high on the list for me. Right. That would be like dream course. Yeah. Unique uniqueness as well. Yeah. That's that for me. When I'm doing like uh, go Palm Springs go somewhere i always look for something unique yeah uh just because i don't get a play out here a lot unique so when i go outside of in fact i only play the same like two court two or three courses and that's it it's palm springs it's ukaipa and then now it's uh not ben brown david l baker david l baker probably has made my rotation mile square mile yeah mile square david l baker dove when it's available dove when it's available and you got Ukaipa. Yeah. I mean, it's a good mix of little courses I play, but, you know, I want to, I want to play something I don't usually get to do. So, uh, you know, unique water feature. Um, Island Green. Island Green. Um, 
Maybe it's a tougher course than we're used to playing, a recognizable designer. Mm-hmm. Um, so that to me, so if I ever see like something that's like looks similar, like on the Google images that I'm out, mm-hmm. um, price for me, it's got to be like two below 200. If it's above 200, you know, it's got to be pretty crazy. It's got to really bring some heat. Like yeah. 175, it's got to bring heat for me. Mm-hmm. Like I usually like to play around like the 130 to 100 mark. Yeah, because you got to think you're going to also get some food. You're going to get a, a cocktail. Yeah, it's a whole thing. You know, then that's an, an easy 30, 40 on top of that. So once you start getting up into the 200 total, that's, you know, it tends to be a little steep. Yeah. For the wallet. Totally. Then you got to bring your own drinks on the course. You know, fine. Which fine. you got to love to do. But um, we just played it such a great, we played it in the Ryder Cup. We've talked about it probably then. Course called Desert Island. Um, awesome little track. Tons of water. One of those unique courses for sure. Vintage, old school country club. Uh, was a country club. Now is no longer a country club. So it's public. Uh, greens were chewed up. We... Uh, Played okay. Mikey and I did a scramble versus my brother and Justin. They took the L, so I needed that. Of course, had they to did. have that. Of course, they did. Couldn't couldn't let my <laughs> weekend start with a you know, offer, and uh, great match though. Super close, and then yeah. um, that's really fun. Played some tennis. I'm just ready to be like a six, you know, like a 65 year old <laughs> man or a retirement community. This is this is what we were alluding to earlier. I mean, it's just I'm ready for it. I want to be a Florida person in one of those retirement communities, a super contact, like where you get to drive a golf yeah. cart around. You have pickleball Tuesdays. You got, you know, skin game Mondays. You got, you know, whatever tennis Thursdays, sure. softball Fridays. Working some cards at night as as well oh, on Wednesday night. I hate cards. Yeah, you know. uh, well, if we're sporting gonna, events, more sports, more sports for Papa. <laughs> I could do, I could do um, Texas Hold'em in a group setting. Yeah, with actual money in play, once a month. Can't catch me there once a week. No, not once a week. Once a month, though, definitely sign me up. Last Friday of the month or something like oh, that. Oh, great! Yeah, throw like a honey down, mm-hmm. two honey down. You know, so that, that way there's fun. some to play. And I know people who do like weekly weekly games. I know it's a lot. A weekly games is crazy to me. I, for me, that's a lot. I can't imagine like playing a golf tournament every week, really. No. That's a lot. No. So yeah. like, po- I know poker takes four or five hours. Easy. If you're gonna- you, people, have, people buy in too. Yeah, you almost have to do, uh, you know, no buy-ins type situation. You got to buy in once. You got to increase the blinds every like five or 10 hands. And then you got to just like kick people out and put a timer on a three hour game. Basically. I think you just play until you're done and you walk away. Cause it's not, cause it's not, um, I mean, I don't know really how it works. I think no, there's like unspoken rules. If you're like really, really up and you took a lot of people's money, you have to play longer to try to give some back. But you can't mm. walk away with like, I thought you just play until there's a winner. They do that too, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Because I don't know how there's... If you have like 15, 20 guys with you... Yeah, it's a lot of dogs. That's two games. Yeah. You can just split it up. Right. You go main table. That's crazy. See, it's already racking my brain. I can't... <laughs> um, I can't add more to it, man. Um, we also had like a very old like moment, Mass and I. We came out early. Woke up Sunday morning early. Uh Went and got breakfast at like an old diner. You know, like, wow, yeah, this wow. is, you know, <laughs> old people right sitting here. next to us and just like, this is us. So and you got like the checkered, uh, tape, like a mm-hmm. old school table. pictures, wooden shit, diner. Waiter has zero patience, but the food is like right up the middle, you know, yeah. like just like, you know, you know what you're getting. <laughs> right. It's going to be good. It's going to be a lot, you know, somewhat cheap. And then, um, unlimited coffee. That'll get you buzzing. Yeah. I just, I waited because we went to a place called Kofi. Okay. K-O-F-F-I. Okay. Fire. It was just right at the street. Great. But I think it was like the best cold brew I've had. Wow. It was a cinnamon vanilla cold brew. I'm really loving all of these niche markets that people are getting into. I feel like it's becoming more and more of a thing like, you know, fashion, individual clothing companies, people getting into kombucha, people getting into coffee, more beer, 
some like really niche like good pizza and bread yeah. and like that kind of stuff. Yeah, they're getting into really this, cool. Um, kind of like this Japanese culture where people are like picking something they're really really passionate about and like hyper fixing on getting it like perfect. And I think you're losing a lot of the. I can do it all, place. Right. Like, I think people now in America, at least personally, we're starting. If it can do it all, it's great because you need paper towels, you need this, you need those things. But, like, buying something from there with substance, you know, is just not going to be that great. So now you got to go to, like, these mom and pop shops now. Yeah. No, I I agree. And the modern, like, the mom and pop shops are becoming way more modernized, too. It's really cool. Or, like, the boutique stores that, you know, aren't too big. Totally. Um, when I look for in a restaurant, if I'm looking at somewhere new, mm-hmm. it's it's a lot of those things. Are you niche? Are you like unique? Are you putting out things on your menu that really haven't really been done before? I'm looking at a lot of pictures. Almost all of my stuff is based off of Google images. Yep. And I just look at the images and I look at pictures that people have posted that they personally posted. I don't really love reviews. If you're like a three eight though, that's food a, restaurant, you're out. Uh, golf courses they can be like two point twos. Yeah, and they're fine. They're fine. Yeah, because you kind of like have a dick staff, but you can have an unbelievable golf course. Golf course, or like people are just like stupid and they're like, oh, it plays really slow on a Saturday morning. It's, it's like, like yeah, yeah, dude, like welcome to Orange <laughs> County. We don't live in West Virginia where no one plays golf. You know, what I mean, like it's. Every day. That's what I think the other great thing about Palm Springs is like we weren't really by anyone. Yeah, that's nice. Like the gas station was empty. Like the tennis court we played at, which was really awesome. We actually um, went to the San Manuel Tennis Garden where they have like, you know, we we kind of talked about before. It's the biggest tournament outside of a major. Yeah, the Indian Wells tournament. Indian Wells. Yeah. Thank you. Indian Wells uh, Tennis Garden. And, um, Play on one of their like side stadium courts, which is so sick. Yeah, it's Did like you tell me it was like 25 bucks, 25 you? bucks for Madison and 25 for myself, right? And you know, we had the court from 12 to whenever, no one was gonna push us out. So cool. Um, and it's just a cool experience, you know, you get to do that. They have water on the court too, benches and shade and. You could just hang out, you know, and uh, be there for a while. You could have brought drinks and just kicked it That's for awesome. hours. And uh, no one was really biased, dude. Like, there, all the other courts were empty. That's crazy. Like, that was a Sunday at 12 p.m. Like, that's not happening anywhere. Play golf on Friday. No one was really pushing us. That's so nice. Just two old people. We let them pass. And that was the last time we really saw people. Yeah, see, that's great. You know, you have all those, like... Empty feelings where you're kind of just there and you're really enjoying it, and not really have to worry. You're 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 definitely a worrier about other people. You're very very socially aware, I would say, and almost fixated on it. Oh uh, yeah, it's bad when it. <laughs> I don't know. You what, know what I mean? Like with golf, if, it's tough. Yeah, if we're not playing fast enough and keeping up, or if someone's like hitting into us, but we're playing fast enough, you're like, we're not playing fast enough. Right. And I'm like, no, these dickheads just keep hitting into us. <laughs> right. I got to get so much better at that. Like, just as a... I've been trying to get better at it. Like, when I'm in yeah. a public setting, like, especially with golf or um, doing things like that, I get so hyper fixated on things around me and it can take you out of the experience. It happened to me at, like, a concert a couple times. At the end of the day, you're just like, you're, you're going to move on and never see these people ever again. Right. And I know that, logically. Yeah, but it's hard hard to get rid of it. Right. It's like, uh, but especially when we go and like we play with a bunch of buddies because I want our buddies to, but then, you know, they're grown men. Like that's on them. <laughs> They'll figure it out, you know. Yeah, that's like, true. It's not my job to. So I think that's the whole thing. You know, you don't have to really worry about that too much because you're playing just you and Madison out in the tennis courts at a really sick stadium out in Indian Wells where they host that tournament. <laughs> right. And you don't have to worry about anyone else. And you can kind of just, it's easier to be in the moment. Totally. We, I was able to be the moment, you know, she was able to hit. We were able to like, you know, just be ourselves and goof off and not have to like, oh, are we on here too long? And I went back and was chatting up with the guy in the pro shop. And he's like, oh, you guys want to go see the main court, court number one, like where the tournament's held, like the championship court? I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh. Walks us in a little backstage view. Um, 
So sick. So sick. How big is like the main court? It's not massive, but does it hold like 8,000? Oh, it's crazy big. Really? Yeah, it's crazy big. It was like four tiers. Holy like, moly. Like, you know, four tiers. So and, you're looking at 25,000 probably. Uh, 20? I'm bad guessing like that. Let's How just big, say, like where the ducks play? Smaller than when the ducks play. Okay. I don't know how many of the ducks holds, but I don't know. But it's smaller. It's, called, than Honda. it's, it's definitely smaller than Honda Center. It's, it's like called, it's called Honda Center, fifteen to eighteen. Okay, so, so maybe um, twelve. The open, you know, the open, mm-hmm. the New York one. That um, thing's massive. It's the it's the second one to that. Oh, it's the second largest. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. So it's a big court. It's you know, it goes up there. That's a big dog. We right walked there. right into the middle of it, and there's you know four. I mean like. 10, 12 rows below us. That's really sick. They're 15 above us. Damn. Okay. Um, that's and they all Coliseum's right to the middle of the court. Yeah, that's so like cool. Heavily sloped. And you're just like, you basically feel like you're on top of it. I would love that. The stillness that ensues before every single point is crazy. It's got to be one of the coolest things about tennis for sure. And you're, the most nerve wracking thing. Oh, yeah. I don't get it. That could not be me. Um, that's cool, buddy. I'm, that's that's great that you got to play some tennis and do something like that. Katie and I had an idea when we were kind of hanging out this weekend. We're like, we should go to the batting cage. Yeah, like just starting doing things like that. That's so great. Like, batting cage would be fun. That'd be a blast for us to go do. Just and you, you know, you go there for an hour tops. Your your not, back can't handle that though. Yeah, my back's exploded. Yeah, your back would be a roast. R.I.P. Baby. Yeah, that that twerking motion is not. <laughs> <laughs> not, I mean, I'm doing enough torque in motion as is. But yeah, you gotta throw this thing around. Yeah, now you gotta throw the ass <laughs> around that uh, that weird, you know, torque. But uh, I don't know, dude. I feel like we just had that random thought. We're like, dude, we should go to the batting cage. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah, like, never done that before. And you just never gonna like do things like that really anymore. And it's just fun to go do. Right. Mass and I really enjoy going to play tennis with each other. It's like it's one of her favorite things, and uh, you know, it's fun to go do and. Uh, one thing we I'm sick of seeing though, and I'm not gonna lie, buddy, we can get a little bit in the mainstream topics here, is the Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift relationship. It's uh, too much. I just saw the video of her like singing his name or something and referencing him and she runs in him. Like, I'm glad they're happy if this is real, but I'm tired of it. It's too much. I, I okay, I get it. It like took the world by storm. By storm. Got it. Great. Right. You know, but now it's been going on for three, four, five weeks. Right. How long? Roughly. Forever. It seems like it's for all, it's four like, years. That's all I see on my Instagram people feed. People are talking about it all the time at in public. That's all you're seeing on your feed. It's just nonstop. And I'm like, dude, I'm, I get it. I'm over it. And also, you know, it's just the Kelsey brothers in general. It's, it's, not, it's not a bad thing by any means. I like the Kelsey brothers. I like the yeah, but it's the relationship and then the extracurricular stuff that's coming with it is just overwhelming me a little bit too. Yeah, like the just, I'm getting this shoved down my throat. The sexiest man alive award. Man, sexy. I guess he's got it, some caterpillar for some eyebrows. Up there. I mean, he, he's. A, I mean, Matt's like I get it. Like a good guy. Um, totally. Family man. Yep. Family. The family. Good looking dude. Family man's the big card as well. Right. Uh, girls love a good family man. Can't blame them. I get it. But yeah, I'm just kind of over seeing their face. Uh, something else we kind of wanted to touch on here was uh, Josh Allen. We watched him play last night against the Broncos, which would be Monday night. And uh, you've been calling it for a while. Beginning of the season, I'm more of a, I was big on Josh Allen. I like him a lot. And you do too. Yeah, we always love the way he plays the game, and uh, he's a very physical guy. He's gonna—he's he, not afraid to put his head down and do the dirty work for your for your team, which is awesome, which is great. But um, yeah, like like you said before, like it was something that I've noticed a little bit—not just this year, but just in years past. And he's getting all these praise, and he's like, you know, probably top three quarterback in the league. And I'm like, really? I don't I don't really see it. I have a hard time with it because he just he's kind of a boomer bust guy. Totally. And it's just like you never know if you're gonna be able to bring that boom to a playoff game. 
consistently when the stakes are a little bit higher and people have film on you the entire year and they're able to game plan a little bit. I mean, we, we watched the, uh, the Broncos just take down the bills last night. Yeah. That was just a crazy game. I don't think the bills are that as are, are that elite as they have been in the, in a, the last couple of years. But um, I think largely to that is, you know, I don't think Josh Allen is, is playing all that great right now, or people are able to scout him a little bit better because he's not as dynamic as people say that he is right now. He just turns the ball over too much for me. Um, and he misses some open throws that I feel like he should just be able to execute. Now, is there things that he can do that others can't? Of course. Of course. I'm Very just saying mobile, that he's big dude, but yeah, just saying he's a little bit overrated and, um, fire their offensive coordinator. If that's uh, answer your question, live update right there. So there you go. Wow. Well, a little live update from the SPN ticker app up here. Bills fire OC. That is uh, okay. That answers all our questions. <laughs> Makes a lot of sense. So maybe it was similar to, uh, I guess, sure. Let's, let's do a live speculation right now. Maybe it's, um, do you think it would maybe had to do something along the lines of, um, the Bears situation with Justin Fields, where maybe Josh Allen was have a hard time doing some of the things that they were asking him to do. Yeah, I mean, I bet you the Bills organization was like something needs to change because they have great receivers. We're not going to get rid of Josh Allen. He's our guy. Yeah, they have an unbelievable receiving core and tight ends. It's and he's been elite in the past. What what's different? And the <laughs> offensive line is there are no scrubs either. Yeah, I mean he They're has solid. the weapons. So what what's going on? Why are they more open? They just look stagnant too. Like the team in general doesn't look like they're uh, really moving that great. Yeah. I would bet it's just a decision. Like, do we get rid of Josh Allen or do we get rid of our OC? And it was like so such OC. a weird time to make that move. But I mean, and you got to make it now if you don't think you're going to make a push over to the uh, to the Super Bowl, which. People are saying they were a Super Bowl team for sure. Beginning of the year. Yeah. And uh, I think, yeah, I think you're right. There's plenty of more quarterbacks I would love to build around or even um, start, you know, right now as my head. Uh, I mean, we, I can list off a good like five, six, seven probably in front of Josh. I mean, totally. obviously, I'm taking Patrick Mahomes, I'm taking Burrow, I'm taking Herbie. Um, I'm taking Jalen Hurts. Right. I may be taking Lamar Jackson potentially, but he's kind of a boomer bust guy. Eh, it's tough. Um, maybe even like CJ Stroud. The dude looks unbelievable to build a team around right now. What he's doing with the with the you know with the weapons that he has on offense. I mean, I feel like he's a great quarterback too. So yeah, that's a good six, seven right there. And I'm probably missing maybe one or two more, but um, yeah, that's kind of crazy how they fired their OC like that. And the Bills should be doing better because the Broncos have been struggling all year and for them to drop that game, it's kind of sinful of them, you know? Right. Um, okay. Let's, I feel like we touched on a couple low lights here, but one thing that we love doing is pumping someone up and talking about greatness on that show. And that's Lionel Messi right now. I think he is, I mean, the best player of all time. There's no, I don't think there's really any debate anymore. I know a lot of people for a long time was like Ronaldo or Messi and people were taking Ronaldo. I've stayed a Messi guy through and through, but you look at all his achievements that he's been able to accomplish and it really, it becomes down to his playmaking ability, I think. And he won his eighth ball in Dior this year. and becomes the first player in MLS history to win that award. Probably. Uh, it's so funny. He was in the MLS when he won. Probably it. won't be another MLS winner Ever. for like another, I don't know, 30 to 80 years. I, I mean, mean, it's a wide range. I don't think anything's changing from the Premier League anytime soon. Yeah, you would need the MLS to become a... A dynasty of a of like a yeah a a top three league and it's not right now. They definitely have the potential to get there. I just don't think they're gonna have any sort of chance at it for a while. I just think Messi is just so crazy. Watching him in Argentina in the World Cup this year finally win one was just crazy. That I mean, was just just sheer will. Yeah. To like get a team across the line. He's gone up and down with them before. I mean, he basically quit on them before um, this last World Cup. 
and the Argentina sued him for tax invasion. And Wait, I didn't hear about that. And that all went away. Oh, uh, okay. Wow. I yeah. mean, you go win a title, you go win a, you go get a chip over there. You, a, well, you could, they were saying, you know, Messi's like, I don't know if I'm going to come back to the Argentina and do this again. Uh, well, at that know. time, he was 32. Right. He's like, I just don't know if I have it in me to do it. Blah, 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 blah. And sure enough, um, Argentina's like, well, you know, if you're not going to come back, here's a little tax evasion for you. And then he's realized, <laughs> oh, shit, my country is crazy. Can I come back for one more year, get the dub, and it's all going to disappear? Sure enough, gets the dub. I think if he just would have came back, nothing would have happened. But it's all uh, pretty crazy stuff, man. Just the fact that you can be the best player in the entire world in the most popular sport eight different times in a sport where I feel like you really have very, very limited time in your prime. Very limited time. Yeah, it's... It's a small window for most players. It's like three to four years. And it's like the ages of like 23 to 28. Yeah, but it seems like the players who are superstars just stay superstars forever. Yeah, like totally. Neymar, uh, totally. You know, Ronaldo I mean, was up there for so long. Yeah, but those are like you know those are once in a generation type players. Yeah, um, Mohamed Salah. Yeah, I I totally. I feel like once you get in the realm of everyone knows you and you're you know one of the greats at that time, they just keep you around. You just have something, and I think you learn in soccer the older you get you have to pick your spots to run mm -hmm. and when you're young you just run the whole time like Messi, if you really watch him play he doesn't run a lot yeah he really it's like he kind of like lightly trots he looks where the ball is going he has a good idea and then runs right when he knows something is happening he's gone mm -hmm. and he can just fill the spots in perfectly and he you know was watching some highlights on people talking about that and it's not you know um how much you can run, but like really finding your right spots. Mm -hmm. I, wa I did watch a video though, where Terry Henry was talking about Messi. He's a big Messi fan. And uh, he's like, yeah, you know, he doesn't really run that much, but all of the offense is like ran through him. And right. so a lot of like the cutting, the accelerating, the stopping, the relocating, he's like, that's tiring. He's like, he's moving quickly in short bursts, but that's, you know, he's sprinting all over the place in those instances and then walking the rest because he has to. <laughs> so I'm like, I guess there's two ways to it. Maybe I don't know because I have very, very basic knowledge at soccer. I didn't play forever. I mean, I, I was horrific at soccer. My God. Were dude. you? Terrible. <laughs> Just not your sport. Terrible. These fucking clunkers at the bottom of my legs. <laughs> Damn. Had no touch. And quickly went out there, played some basketball. I did it. More things. Yeah. More. No things with the lower body, baby. Were you Get just straight into basketball? Me. That was your only sport you played? Yeah. Best well, baseball. Yeah. Baseball, basketball. That, those are the two right mm -hmm. there. Golf in the summer when I, when I could. Guy would pay an infinite amount of money to quit every high school sport. Everything I did and, and just play my, and play golf at the age of like six. Oh, it would be all time for you. You'd be great at it. But would you really enjoy it now, though, as yeah, much? Probably not. Probably not. Eh. I'd still have some fun. I mean, look at our buddy Chris. Yeah, that is true. If you love it, then you love it. I loved it back then, and I couldn't get enough of it, and I'm still kind of the same way. So um, it's a sport that you can never really perfect, and you can always kind of get better at in some aspects. So It's like, one of those special I, sports I, that do it. Yeah, and, like, you know, you can't play soccer until actually, like, at a – competitive level i mean you can in adult leagues but like you're blowing out hammies and stuff doing that right it's um it's crazy you know what's really funny <laughs> i don't know why i thought of this what's that i there's this guy on my instagram feed and he constantly just pops up my instagram feed and he's like my life is a 25 year old bachelor in dc and he just go and you see, I just watch him. Okay. Like 30 second clips of him. Got a little man crush on this guy. No, he's like <laughs> a nerd. He's like, a, okay. he's like uh kind of geeky. And I think that's why I like it. I don't know. It's like, yeah, I went and did my annual softball game and went to my nine to five and made salmon and mashed potatoes for dinner. And it's just <laughs> like, oh shit, there's other people out there 
who were kind of doing things I was doing, you know? And it's just so funny to see. It's like, my life is a 25-year-old bachelor. <laughs> and he, he pops up my Instagram feed all the time. And I look, and people are liking it. My friends are liking the videos too. That's pretty funny. So it's pretty funny that how you find internet niche. But anyways, moving on. Messi goaded. MLS going to be goaded at some point. Yeah, I think so, dude. I'm excited for next season because this season was really weird. Messi came back and they were doing like some in-season Copa America thing and... Um, then the playoffs started, so no one's really in the playoffs, and um, it's gonna be a really good year next year. I think so too. The Inter Miami squad—it's gonna be fun to watch next year. It's gonna be ridiculous. I think that's why. Sorry, I think that's why a lot of people called like they were injured because they knew they weren't gonna make the playoffs. Like, oh, I'm injured. I'm injured, so they can kind of sit longer. Mm. Um. The potential squad is going to be unbelievable. If the rumors are true, right? I don't know if you've heard a couple of these, but now they—I'm pretty sure they've signed Luis Suarez. Jesus. They are now thinking about bringing Ivan Rakitic to play in the midfield with <laughs> Busquets. There's no way that's possible. I mean, you got you got David Beckham at the helm. I mean, David Beckham. That man's gonna, that man's, that man's going to move mountains to make this happen. He's just going to figure it out, huh? I mean, he wants to keep Messi there. How is he going to keep Messi there? He's going to get his dogs. Get, get He's going to bring his, his boys. Dogs. I bet you Messi's bringing his dogs. He's like, guys, like, Let's no, run one it back. no one really bugs me out here. We're going to make, you're going to make hundreds of thousands of dollars. I'll throw you some cash. Come on down. I mean, they're going to get a good contract too. Not like, you know. Not the Messi size contract, but also, you know, a lot of those guys are 34, 35 years old. Come out into Miami and retire. Buy a second house in Miami. Come and dominate the age of 34, 35, and let's go play together. Let's have some fun and live on the beaches in Miami. Like, they're going to dominate. If Do yourself a favor. Go watch, like, an ex-European player come over, like, first season in the MLS and just watch them. It's like Absolutely. A, it's like playing with a bunch of schoolboys over it's there. It's just ridiculous. We watched Ibrahimovic come in, and he was at no point – like in his prime, even close when he came to Galaxy. I think we got him when he was 36. Yeah, and he was balling. Do you remember his first goal that he scored with the Galaxy? He got subbed in like in the 50th minute, 55th minute. And then within three or four minutes, he like he kicked this screamer from like 40 yards out off like a punch volley from the goalkeeper or something like that. And then just whopped it straight in the back of the net. I think I do remember that. And the place went nuts. Yeah. You, know, you just don't see that over here. Galaxy's so bad now. They're like, atrocious. Because now if you're going to go to a team, you go to the LAFC. You don't go to yeah. Galaxy. Cause now it's we're a bummer like, to see because they were the pioneers of getting some big dogs over. Right. They, they're just not getting the respect or the love here, which is kind of nice. You know, being a Galaxy fan, you get get a little comeback on that. Yeah. It's because you're playing at the tiny-ass stadium over there. Hey, hey, that's on my campus. Don't 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 come out. Don't come at StubHub now. <laughs> StubHub's e tiny. Easy, easy now in StubHub. When you're looking at the... Seattle Sounders Stadium. You've seen that thing? Well, yeah. That's what I'm, we got to get another. I, I'm saying the big dogs got to get some new, new hardware. We got to get some new, new going on. I don't think it's going to happen in Carson's. They're going to have to move arenas. And it's like, there goes my, you know, I like that stadium a lot. It's a good stadium. Um, there's, there's nothing wrong with it. They're really, I mean, for soccer, it's a fun place to play. Uh, it's just not as glamorous as, you know, downtown LA essentially. Yeah. But, um, I mean, it's way better, way more laid back lifestyle, but can we make a little pack here? We got to go watch Messi play next year. I don't care if it's an LAFC game or if it's, well, yeah, we just gotta go see him period. I, I would be extremely pissed if we don't see the best player of all if, time. If the tickets aren't $500, I'm in. Yeah. I'm almost ready to throw that. I can't, it's just too much. I'm almost ready to throw that dude. Yeah, I can't. I can't like throw a grand down for soccer. Three hundred, three hundred. I'm in. Okay, let's see that. Five hundred is just going to be crazy. I don't think. Yeah, I agree. Five hundred is outlandish for general admission. Eh. And um, they're going to be good seats because there's not a bad seat in that place. Very true. But it's just way too much money. Um, do you think anyone is going to get to four ball and yours? Probably not now. No. That's dude. That sounds like a mom, just a monumental task for someone to do four times. 
That means you got to be good, really, really good top three in the world like six times, like six years in a row. Never going to happen again. So, like, He's just, won eight, bro. It's just, it's absolutely mind boggling. It's really crazy to just, see what he actually accomplished. Just the amount of like talent in sports now. I just don't see anything like that happening. I agree, dude. It's, in any sport, really. It's so hard to see it just because the, you know, these kids start so early, the, the, um, the training is so advanced, the rehab, all that stuff. And like the mechanics, there's have so much technology. It's crazy to see what, um, you know, you're able to, to see from such a young age. It's, um, I saw it do this stat, most successful dribbles from 06 to 07. I took a screenshot of this. Mm -hmm. This is messy, right? This is for messy. He's got 20, or sorry, he's got 2,358 successful dribbles, which is getting past someone. Crazy. And the next person, Hazard, with 1,285. So he's like basically doubled the next best player. You know, and then you just go down the list, chances created, assists, goals, goals and assists per like minutes played on the pitch. Like it's just ridiculous what the man's doing, what he has done in his career. And he's played for... Almost 20 years. Hazard was great. He was so much fun to play with. Yeah, he was a stud. Um, that's crazy. I didn't think Hazard was even up there. Um, another little uh, little thing, last thing we wanted to bring up here was uh, in-season tournament for basketball. For those, for the NBA. For those who don't know, real quick, um, they're doing an in-season tournament. Break it down for us, buddy. Um, two different conferences, East and West. They're going to do brackets, five team, uh, five different brackets. Uh, winners of that go on to a single elimination playoff. It's in the middle of the season. Uh, isn't it, is it three brackets on each side, though? I think it's, yes, three brackets of five. Yeah, there you go. Because they're in this 15 East, mm -hmm. 15 West, right? 30, 30 total. So okay. every team gets to play. Yep. I think it's a great way of adding drama into a very long season. 82 games is a long season, dude. And it makes it so the beginning half of the season, and it started quick. It started like November. Yep. It gave, like, it gave basketball a good couple weeks, and then it was like, all right, in-season tournament. It's a great way to kind of compete and bring your interest away from football when that's going on. It's something else that's a little bit more incentivizing to make the uh, beginning part of the season. Give it a little bit more juice. We need and, a little bit more of that. And if your team's bad, you know, and you guys aren't, you know, you're not going to win a championship, but for whatever reason, you steal a couple in-season tournaments, now you got something to play for. And it's just a good way of keeping players involved, coaches involved, it's a good way of thinking about it. I didn't actually really uh, think of it in that, you know. Yeah, if like spin. let's just say, you know, the Grizzlies are on three right now. We just took it out of the Lakers. Go Lakes. Um, Lake show, baby. They, let's say they suck, which they do. And they steal one right off the rip. Yep. Okay. Now we're, you know, one and zero. Win the next one. Now we're two and zero. We got a real shot at making the playoffs here. So now like those games for those teams that aren't very good got something to play for now that could be some side stories about like why do they play so well in the in-season tournament and blah 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 sure. and everyone's a little bit more dough in their pocket right maybe if you win the in-season tournament you get extra cash and you do you do i don't know how much but you do so i mean it's just it's just a fun way it's a creative way i know the nba gets a lot of shit about being uh you know not a great league anymore and the fouls and all that stuff but they really do innovate a lot they do and they they have no problem changing or moving their uh league around to make it more interesting like the foul calling has gotten better this year already they always make adjustments every year it's, it's under the microscope just like football is too because of all the injuries it's kind of has to be you know and the refs are always the first to blame but they always make adjustments every year and it's cool to see that they're able to pivot a little bit which is great some of these football games have started out great yeah yeah some of them have been really good. Not seen a lot of uh, hankies on the field. Not seen a lot of, you know, bad calls. And then whatever happens towards the end of the game is just you see them nonstop again. Yeah, the timeouts and the challenges and the replay review. And it's just like, it's a lot. 
It but, is a lot. But, you know, you're blowing through the first half most of the time, and it's there's not a ton going on, which is great. You know, it's really cool. So I, I like the format of the, the in-season tournament. I think that's super cool. I like your take on the spin um, to give a little bit more pizzazz because it's a round robin format. You play each team once in your in your pool and, and top two advance. Yeah, from what I understand, top two yeah. advance. And, and then um, it's knockout from there, right? Then it's just single elimination knockout, and which these, is great. And, and these games count towards your regular season record. Two, so they do matter for your regular season and for your in-season tournament. Do the knockout games count? Probably not. Okay, because I was going to say that would be a scheduling nightmare when you're having to like pivot around probably not a little bit because like, let's say like the Lakers played the Knicks right in a knockout stage. Well, the Knicks and Lakers only meet up, you know, twice a year. And like, you're kind of just like shoving one of those regular season matchups early for it to count to your regular season. That would cause some scheduling issues. Maybe that a line. For, yeah. I could line. see, I could see that being an issue. If, if it did count as a regular season game still in the knockout stage. Yeah. But, we'll have to figure that part out. It's so new, but it's just, you know, the court looks different. It's um, pretty great. Um, another little thing I want to touch on, which I'm just seeing now is Aaron Rodgers claiming he's going to be back in December. Yeah, bro. It's absolutely insane. I heard that he was like walking with like 40% of his body weight on a treadmill. Yeah. And then he's working his way up to doing like 60 next and 80. Just the only issue he really has is he can't get his heel off the ground. Yeah, I did hear that too. Yep. So once his heel comes off the ground, then he'll be good to go. That's just, it's crazy, bro. And he claims it's like, oh, you know, good patient, good surgery, and you're good to go. It's like, no way. That, that man definitely had like a horse Achilles just like attached to his calf muscle, bro. And great. <laughs> Good for him. You know, like if that's what it takes, it's just, that's what it takes. It's crazy to me. I don't know. It's just nuts because, I mean, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong because I came on here, I don't know how long ago, seven weeks ago when it happened initially, eight weeks ago initially, and there was talks about him coming back. By the end of season, I said, there's absolutely zero chance. And I hope he proves me wrong, honestly, because the if, if that happens, there's really no telling what's going to be going on for the rehab world. I mean, that's that's nine months accelerated. Right. And it, like normally guys don't even come back and they're not as explosive and they're not like, I'm not saying he's going to come back and he's going to be, you know, it's all going to be peaches and cream over there in three months, but... <laughs> The fact that he's even playing, if that does happen, is bananas. If he even has a shot to make the playoffs, he'll be back. Yeah, what are the Jets right now? And I'm blanking on their record. Do you like happen to four know? Four and five. They're four and five. Uh-huh. Yeah, it sounds right. Yeah. Four and five. Um, you know, uh, four and five. If they can make the playoffs, I think he'll play. Um, Something else I've been just obsessed with recently is thinking about cities I'm going to move to outside of California. You do this fun, like, older thing, like, oh, where would we go if we were to move? And I think the hottest city in America right now, to me, is Las Vegas. Um, the sports teams are great. Mm. Their arenas are awesome. Mm-hmm. Obviously, nightlife can't beat. Um, housing, great out there. Golf, spectacular. State tax. No state tax. <laughs> That's um, a biggie. It's it's pretty crazy. And then the sphere thing was like probably like one of the greatest marvels that America has done in a hot minute. Um I saw somewhere and I'm gonna butcher it, but it was one of the most um like groundbreaking, you know, what's the word for and like it's not engineering, but it's um, architecture, basically. Yeah. It's like one of the most pronounced, like, you know, architecture, like, statements of the year, like, in the world. That's crazy. I saw somewhere. Probably butchered it, but it, it's high marks. I'm seeing it all over the place. Have you seen, like, the inside of it? Yeah, it's crazy. Dude, it's nuts. The whole th- outside is all, like, LED, like, screens and stuff. And same with the inside. And it's massive. It doesn't even look that big when you see it on camera. I saw a video on the inside of it, and it is humongous. I, I saw from the stadium looking down to the stage. I didn't see from the stage to the stadium. Oh, it's just crazy, dude. Is it really that big? 
for in my in my opinion because I didn't think it was that large. I thought initially it was just more for a show from the outside. I didn't think there was anything actually on the inside of it. Oh, you yeah, it's I mean? like an actual. They're gonna have a UFC fight there. They announced. Oh my god! Like their UFC like two hundred or something or one of the hundreds they're gonna do is gonna be the inside of the so sphere. sick. It just to me seems like the place I could possibly live. It's buzzing, and the race is over there this uh, this coming weekend too. Yeah, F1. I saw some uh, bad publicity about the streets um, being really slippery. Yeah, I saw that too. Like bunch of F one cars sliding around corners they shouldn't be sliding on. Yeah, and like low speed corners. Right, like really like losing ends and and freaking out. So. I wonder how they kind of fix that because I'm sure there's precautions. They probably have something they spray all over the place. Or my idea was to just go out and they burn a bunch of rubber. Yeah. But I, you couldn't pay me money to be in Vegas right now. That is a zoo right yeah, now. Yeah, with that race? Holy moly. Oh, buddy. I am sore from working out. <laughs> Let me tell you. The it, really, arms, it really took a lot out of you. The legs, the cheeks. All of it. It feels kind of kinda good though, no? It feels great. It feels great to murder yourself like that and want to be, you know, improving and, you know, getting better is great. I think, you know, lost a bunch of weight to being sick. Um, so it gave me a little little step up again. And well, I'm just excited, boost, to, baby. excited to keep it going. Um, yeah, know. dude, that's awesome. And like, I don't know, I always, I, we said it before, but it's kind of nice when you're able to just relax a little bit more on my downtime. That's what I definitely feel. I'm like, wow, I'm sore. I'm just kind of feeling a little, eh. And you just really, the, the couch, it hits different. It hits couch different. hits different. This couch needs to be thrown and burned. We yeah, need a new one. It's seen, some, it's seen some better days, but it's awesome, dude. Getting back in the gym like that. And um, I don't know. I, gonna, I, the boys are going to get beefy. I notice it. <laughs> You're going to make some bigger moves, dude. Boys are going to get real beefy here. I have uh, I don't know. I don't even know what my goal is right now. I just like feeling feeling good. Yeah. Being, being healthy, feeling, feeling you good. You said you wanted to put on a little weight. Yeah. Right now, I'm sitting at a kind of like a low number for, for my height. I don't know. I like to be around that 190 number. You do. I would love to be around my number, but it's going to take, you know. It's going to take okay. Papa a hot minute. You got something to work for. Oh, yeah. For for a hot minute. It's so easy to put it on. It's just impossible to take off. Yeah, just I'll give you. Just go back to Mama Lou's. That's the easy solution. Oh, my God. <laughs> that place might as well. I flip it off every time I drive by that place. I physically have never been so sick. It was so I know bad. we talked about it already, but, like, I mean, I was just... On the death doorstep, prep is like just ready to prepare to die. I'm really but glad. Selfishly, I'm glad someone else had it. I was ex- it me was, too. I was, I mean, it was the, so much more bearable. I was not the only one experiencing it. It's just sending so much ourselves more like bearable. leaky poop videos, like <laughs> just <laughs> fart sounds coming out of the awful. The bathrooms just, just awful. Being sick, um, you know. And also, just want to mention this podcast is brought to you by Windex. Wipe it, clean it. Dry it. Windex for all window purposes. Love that, dude. Um, oh, you want me to go? Yeah. Rattle one off here? I got you one here. Uh, the In, In the Cabbage podcast is brought to you by 7-Eleven. Oh. You know, you can come get yourself some any single time you want it. We got a variety of things. And so does 7-Eleven. You got your little Circle Mart. You know, a little grocery store, get yourself a little Slurpee. You can find yourself with a lot of similarities over here at In the Cabbage Podcast. And mm-hmm. that's why I think that they're a great sponsor for our show. Mm-hmm. Open anytime, anytime you want it, 7-Eleven. Wow. What's your go-to favorite 7-Eleven drink? It is the Energy X Arizona. Yeah, it's perfect. If you don't know, it's Yellow Can, Arizona, Energy X. It slaps. You'll feel awful after drinking it, but when it's happening, you'll be thankful. One um, of the greatest, greatest drinks there is out there because it does have a little caffeine in there, but it's not anything that'll blow your socks off. No, you'll get a little buzz from it, though. And it's great. You throw one of those in at like 9 o'clock, 9 p.m., and you play some games back That's in college. Perfect. Holy cow, It's dude. just perfect. That and Sour Patch Kids going back and forth or maybe a couple pretzels on the side. Oh, Now you got yourself a party. Now you're partying. <laughs> 
Little Caesars pizza after losing oh, your golf. Um, oh, yeah. A lot of that happened in between. That was like a good two and a half months. A long time. Uh, you got anything for the people here, buddy? I think we should wrap it up here. Yeah, I think so. Let's get on out of here. I don't have anything this week. Um, I'll send it on and back to you and take it away with our uh, signature takeoff here. And sign okay. Off. It's different every time, but we're going <laughs> to do it. We're going to do it here. I, we need we need people to like and comment and subscribe. Do it. And we love hearing, I personally, I know Andrew loves, we love hearing your stories about like how you guys listen or, you know, it gives us a little extra boost. We know some friends have reached out to us and say, you know, I'm still listening. And I think it's, uh, that's really cool. It's really cool. If there's ever, okay, you know, let's actually, let's take a step back before closing this because sometimes there is a little bit of, of doubt in starting in doing something like this. For sure. And that, you know, like we're not growing at the rate we want to grow or whatever, but like having our friends reach out to us, say, dude, I listened and I got like a nugget of it from something or how is it going? And I still listen and they bring it up. It makes it like worth it and wanting to keep going because you never know, you know, we could just have these moments, these podcasts for us, but it's, it's cool that someone else is benefiting or just a friend who, you know, maybe misses us and wants to hear us talk or whatever. It's just fun to, and you know we'd be doing this anyways, bud. Yeah, that's true. Might and, as well, might as well put it out there. You know, because we don't plan on going anywhere. Because we're in the cabbage. And just a reminder: keep swinging.